Welcome to Interstitial, a crossover-driven actual play podcast playing a game called Interstitial. Our hearts intertwined. I'm Wheels. I'll be portraying Miles Edgeworth. I use they and them pronouns, and I'm also joined by Joe. Hi, my name is Joe. I will be GMing uh, this session, as I have been this whole season. I would say as I'm doing Mr. X, but he doesn't talk. Uh, but my pronouns are he and they. I'm also joined by Blake. Hi, I'm Blake. Uh, I'll be portraying Char Aznable. Uh, my pronouns are they, them, and I think that's it for me. I am also also joined by Jay. Hi, I'm Jay. I use he and they pronouns, and I am playing Pidge from Voltron Legendary Defender. Also, 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 I'm joined by Riley. Hi, my name is Riley Hopkins. My pronouns are he and they, and I will be playing Raphael, the Ninja Turtle. Riley, I would like you to tell us uh, what happened last time. You don't want wheels to do it? No, I need you to do it. I need you to think about <laughs> what happened last time. Anything but the 500 best songs. Last time we started our break-in into the police station of Raccoon City. Raphael went high, Pigeon Char went low, and Miles Edgeworth, or should I say... Isles Medgeworth went badly into the front door. (laughs) Disguised as Leon Kennedy, Miles decided he was going to do some sneakery, some trickery. And who's that in a red jacket? It's Claire, saying that they already talked to Leon Kennedy. In a panic, Miles bumblefucked his way into success (laughs) and is now wandering around with Claire. The only way to achieve success. There's no bumbling if you make it out at the end. Exactly. Let's cut down to Pidge and Char, who've been coming in through the basement. There they met some very unsavory dogs and are potentially making their way up an elevator and into a generator. Well, just Pidge. Just Pidge. You're right. Pidge ran into a dog. I broke the ceiling! (laughs) (laughs) And finally, Raphael... A flawless heist. A fla- got in, got out, already has his whole section of the stealing done. Sent it back to the, the party wagon and, but wait a second. Who's that waiting for him at the bottom of the clock tower? Bam, 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 bam. It's Mr. X. And it's, uh-oh, <laughs> uh-oh. Thanks so much, come back. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the only thing else to mention is that Isles Edgeworth, I- oh, Isles Medgeworth and uh, Claire Redfield, the young woman in the red jacket, are holed up in the safety deposit room with zombies outside the door, uh, which was one of your four targets. So technically, Isles went where they needed to go. That's true. The There's also a zombie in the safety deposit room, yes? Not in the room, outside the room. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll start with Isles Medgeworth and Claire in the safety deposit room. So, Miles, I, I, will, I will direct you with your real name, Miles. You, despite the zombie situation outside, which you have seen relatively calm about, and Claire being here, you are now in the room that you were intending to get to for the heisting. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you'll notice that, you know, this, this room is kind of filled with these uh, electronic safe lockers filled with various things in them but also in the back wall is a different sort of section with its own sort of uh extra gate on top of it and that gate is 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 currently closed it is also electronically locked oh i see so there is a a block of these safety deposit boxes that you can't get to without getting through the gate is that what you're saying yeah it's actually just one sort of case okay you can you can actually see what's in it not that you yeah really will know what it is uh miles uh, but it is a sort of yellowed rectangle. As you look at it, you realize it's a bit of a uh, rifle of sorts. You realize there's like a, a handle section and a trigger area. Uh, but it's just kind of this big yellow block. You don't really know what it is, but it's back there. 
And in the other, as you, you let's say you take a lap of the room, um, in the other lockers, you see, like, various, like, bags, such, that are probably filled with, like, evidences for randos who are brought in for who knows what cash abound in some of those as well if you're able to pop those open but otherwise it's really just pet petty cash in those i will remind you that you you do have the item still i'm gonna say that you grabbed the the data knife from the front desk when you left great yeah so we um i guess before i deciding how to word this we live we live in a universe a where society, please we live in a society <laughs> for sure and in that society there's been weirdness, right? Like, because we live in a world where Resident Evil is next door to John Wick. So I assume, like... This is, yeah, it's, things are mashed up. Things are mixed around. The turtle isn't weird to you. Right. So I think So I think what Edgeworth's reaction here is, then, is to say... I think, like, Edgeworth knows the game, then. Like, he's been in a horror movie before that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like That's fair. That's up to you. Uh, so he turns to Claire, and he says, Now, oh, I've been able to keep my cool thus far, and... I admit it's difficult on my first day at the job to do so, uh, but I'm afraid I must give you some bad news. I believe that that creature we saw outside, it must be what's left of some of the inhabitants uh, or the my co-workers, I suppose. <laughs> and I think something horrible has happened such that we need to be thinking about survival. As our first priority. And, and as such, I think we've stumbled upon the best place we could possibly be. What I need you to do is to help me catalog what is in all of these containers, whether that we can get into each one, how each one of them is locked, if not, just so that we can know where all of the supplies are, should we need something. Does that make sense? I'm going to need you to roll convince somebody for that, I think. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Miles Edgeworth, really calm in a time of crisis. Yeah. Oh, but my convince somebody uses mastery instead, actually. So oh, I get a plus okay. two. Perfect. Ooh, mm -hmm. um, I, bad. I got a bad number, so I'm going to re-roll that well, one. Well, question. Do you want to re-roll? Uh, or if you remember that your, your prep, um, I don't believe I used this in the last episode. I feel like I would have marked it out if I did. Uh, but your prep of your disguise does give you lift on convince somebody. So I can just oh. use that to bump you up to a mixed success unless you really want a 10 plus. Well, I mean, the thing about a reroll is that, sure, one out of the six times it is I am going to fail. But four out of five, everything goes fine. A few of those ways go really fine, right? If I no, even if I get a six, it's still a nine. Unless you get that oh, nine and then use that lift to go all the way. You could. You could do that. That's true. Uh, yeah, that's what I'll do. Uh, I'm going to re-roll by spending my... Just don't roll a one again, Wheels. Don't fuck this up. Yeah, that, that's it. I'm going to spend my... This is going to be sacrilegious. I'm going to spend my heart link with Phoenix Wright. Oh, shit. Oh, wow. shit. Wow. That's good. That gives me a lot of room to play. <laughs> <laughs> and I think this is like Edgeworth is... At a point in his life where he's, like, trying to leave the past behind, and he's in this moment where he's in this, like, life-or-death situation, and, like, you kind of are going to leave the past behind when there's a zombie outside the door to some extent. Mm -hmm. And so I think, like, he's in this moment convincing himself he's beyond all of that, even though we, we all know that he's not. Um, I got a three, so that's a nine. So, yeah, I'll take the lift, and that's a full success. All right. Hell so, yeah, uh, hell yeah, hell yeah. yeah. So on a full success, 10 plus for convince somebody... Uh, for NPCs, they will do it until something puts them in danger or reveals your true intentions, which those are both possible to happen at some point. But for now, I think she she's so won over by this 
and uh, you know, it's the first time I think she's felt calm for the uh, since she left the uh, the proximity of Leon Kennedy. I think she like puts a hand on Jules and is like, "Yeah, okay, whatever you need me to do, I'll I'll, I'll help us get out of this." He shirks like, "Don't, don't touch me! Don't fucking <laughs> touch me!" <laughs> and I and I think she's gonna you know go around the room now and uh, take whatever notes she can of what is in there. What exactly are you hoping to figure out about those? Lockers? <laughs> oh, everything. One, if there's guns in there. Two, if there's ammunition in there. Three, the thing, the art that we want to steal, where that is. <laughs> um, four, any cool shit? Any weird d- d- old documents that might explain what's going on? I just want to, we are in a room where there could be anything, and if you're put in a safety deposit box, it's going to be valuable in some sense. So Edgeworth is just like, let's just get a manifest and I'll take all the good things. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> and, I can tell, and I can tell this person, it's just, we can give it all back after, we can give it back to the police once they yeah. retake the headquarters, and then of course we will. Spoken like a man who changes evidence logs on the regular. <laughs> 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 Allegedly. <laughs> All right. So I think we'll when we come back, uh, we'll we'll say Claire has done that for you. But for now, we will. Uh, I think let's let's move downstairs. I want to check on Char Asnable, my friend. <coughs> Last time I I said that you you heard some barking. I think it's all on the other side of the door that Pidge went beyond. But I think mm-hmm. you hear a different sort of noise that you can tell is. Let's say, like, behind you a little bit of a distance. Are you still just mm-hmm. kind of, like, waiting in this area for Pidge? Like, in the parking garage? Yeah, outside of the door. Okay. Leading towards, like, the kennel and, like, the generator room. Like, that hallway. Having taken pause uh, at the sound of growling. You know, you can tell the barking is on the other side of this this wall. And there are some holes in the floor in between that area and where you're standing which is not actually true in the game, but I'm saying it is. But I think you hear a, a new noise now from behind you. It's sort of a hissing sound. Hmm. You, it's, it's above you. There's this sort of high-pitched hissing sound that is farther back, but you can tell it's, like, higher up than you are. It is in the, it's not, like, through the wall, just elevated. Mm-hmm. I know what this is, but I, yeah. I, Blake, the player, know exactly what this is, I'm pretty sure, and so I don't oh, want no. to investigate it. But <laughs> it it's, oh, God. This is, this is the Resident Evil experience of being like, I must push through. I do not wish to. It took me until he said that for me to realize I knew what it was, and now I'm, I'm so sorry, Char. Oh. To echo something that we had in our, our text chat, like Resident Evil, I, I am never going to force you to fight any of the things, but um, you can either try and fight them or you can try and uh, survive and get away. I am taking a moment to check my character sheet. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm going to use my move, He Who Strikes First Wins. What's that do? I wrote it. I don't remember what it does. Yeah. Basically, when I take the time to analyze a combat situation before it starts, I can ask the GM what will happen if I blank once. Don't believe I have to roll. I think I just have to analyze. Sometimes you just do cool shit, you know? And so I will play this as Char hears the hissing. There's that little new type flash noise Mm. as he sort of freezes and like slowly draws his pistol. And before he fully turns to like face the thing, 
I'm going to ask, what would happen if I shot at one of the police cars hmm. in the next, like, two A lot minutes? of noise, probably! Uh, yeah, I think it's safe to say that the... If you hit it, the alarm will go off. Okay. What is your intended outcome of that? I'm curious. Are you just trying to distract it, get it to go at the... Yeah, distraction. Especially if... Especially if it's the thing I think it is. Uh, a loud noise seems like a good move. Possibly also to help Pidge. Mm, okay. I, I think I'm going to have you do strike to subdue with it to, when, you, when you make that shot. Okay. Then I will pocket that and have Char turn towards the noise to see if I'm right oh, okay. as to what this thing is. Okay, you just want to turn to it then? Yeah. You see uh, hanging up from the ceiling. At first, you see light shining on it from the low power parking garage lights that are currently on. A bit of a large claw up on the ceiling, and then you see what looks to just be an exposed brain. <laughs> and what is oh. up there is huh. <laughs> is a liquor from Resident Evil 2. I had a feeling it was. I was afraid yeah. of this. I hardly even know her. They love to make these nasty guys. They're pretty slimy, nasty fellas. They're not fun, and I don't like them. No, it's bad that they're here. So I think you've now that you've turned and revealed it to it that you are aware of its presence, I think it's going to jump at you with its big, long tongue attack. Okay, I'm... I didn't know Lick-A-Tongue was in this picture. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm going to attempt to avoid the tail attack first. Okay. Sorry, he sa they said tongue attack? Tongue, yeah, it is a, it is a It is a tongue. It's important that it's nasty. It, yes, it is. <laughs> as nasty as possible. Mm -hmm. uh, so there's a couple different options. If you wanted to just dodge, I would probably ask you to do push through stress. If you mm -hmm. wanted to just sort of focus on defend, there's defend. But also with strike with intent, there is an option to defend yourself should you succeed on that role. There's a couple different ways you could go about it. So I'm just going to let you... Think about that for a second. Okay, I'm going to try pushing through stress, because I feel like that could lead somewhere interesting. Okay, you just want to get out of the way. Yeah. Do you want to try and get towards the... What, where's, your, where's your goal in mind with getting out of the way? I'm thinking get out of the way towards the, like, elevator... Uh, the door to the hall towards, like, the elevator control room. All right, then. Give me that... Uh, I gotta pick a roll... I think just because in my mind I'm picturing the sort of like railing you'd have to hop over to make a straight line over there, I am going to say that's a mastery. Parkour is mastery in my mind. <laughs> All right. 2d6 plus one? Yep. Come on, something good. Nope. That's bad. Well, that's bad. Oh. I want to make sure everyone's mark when they fail a roll and choose to keep it. Make sure you mark experience. We didn't say that out loud at all, and I remembered to do that last time. Oh, yeah. You got you a five, so it should be at least, you might be able to pick that up to a mixed at least. Okay, I'm going to spend my link with Pidge. And my mindset on this is Char is having a couple of internalized thoughts that will probably come up in the next, like, 10 to 15 minutes that might be changing the way he, like, looks at Pidge. Interesting. Hey, can you remind me what your link with me was? Uh, mastery. Basically okay, just like, gotcha. Yours is mastery. Okay. Yeah, just looking at Pidge and going, like, Oh, uh, this, hmm. I have introspective <laughs> feelings about, like, younger people than I who... Are good at robots. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, absolutely. Was, yeah, <laughs> Specifically that, that... piloted robots. Specifically <laughs> piloted robots, yeah, okay, okay, cool. I see myself in them, because they too are inside of a robot. <laughs> yeah. I'm, think I'm thinking about Char and Lala, so... <laughs> Come on, something. Hey. All right, that's a hey. nine. Yeah. There you go. All nice. right. So you get to pick one from this list and 
I don't know what you're looking at, but I did add no unintended consequences to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to take succeed at what you were attempting for this one. Oh, great choice! <laughs> <laughs> Pretty cut and dry. You chose right, show them what they want! Behind door number one, it's the hallway you were trying to get into. Hooray! Aw, <laughs> hey. oh, dang, I got a goat. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, so you do succeed at what you were attempting. I think you make a beeline for the hallway to the elevator control room on your right. You hop over that fence, you run down the hallway. But I think the unintended consequence from that, I do think that the liquor lands on the police car you were considering shooting, and it does send an alarm going off that starts making a ton of noise. Mm-hmm. So that's unintended, but I think also the the liquor sort of runs through that hole under and into the hallway towards the kennel and generator as well. Uh-oh. Oh, okay. It's running away from the noise. And I think oh. and I think as you uh, you look out the hallway with your gun drawn just to make sure you're safe. And I think mm-hmm. you see the liquor dip under the hallway and disappear. And after a few seconds, like three dogs come out. So dogs are like coming out, barking at this fucking car. These zombie mm-hmm. dogs are just pissed about this noise. Bork, Jump, bork, bork, jumping bork, bork. at the car. They're jumping at the car, bouncing off of the car. It's a whole deal. <laughs> but the liquor has gone on the other side of that door. And Pidge doesn't know that, obviously. Mm-hmm. But you are, I sure don't. for the time being, safe in that little hallway. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say that the door to the elevator controls room is, is unlocked for you. But we will check in on you a little bit uh, later because I want to scroll up my map on my monitor and uh, check in on our, our good buddy Raph. I'm putting down <laughs> pinball, a world flipper. I'm putting down the pinball gotcha game. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Man. Thank, you for, thank it, you for paying attention. I set it to, to auto mode and you have my undivided attention. I believe I'm meeting a friend. Yes, you were making your way across this uh, this balcony on the third floor, but cutting you off at the pass is this big old man, Mr. X, the tyrant. Last time I talked about his coat and his fancy little hat, but I, because it was the end of the episode, I did not want to uh, say that unlike the game, his hat in interstitial here has like a sort of weird red glow to it. It's sort of, it has like a sort of like, uh, it's sort of like a tan hat. It's dark up here, so you can't see it super well, but there's a little bit of a red glow coming from the base of it and there's a little bit of a red glow coming from mr x's collar as well underneath his coat i'm going to uh save a picture of it on my desktop and drop it to you now um and maybe one of you will know what i'm pulling from oh no so i'll point out what it is a little bit later i'm sure i know what that is it's good i'm glad some of you do he's making his big steps towards you every step is loud hey buddy it's it's it is okay i i know you're the other demo guy we don't need to cross paths here i've already done my thing i'm backing up the same time yeah no you gotta be backing up uh i i as as a nice gm who is your friend i will tell you he's not gonna listen he's not gonna stop coming for you I know this. I know that. Know that I know this. <laughs> I, I want just, it on I the record. I want it on the record. You tried to chalk to John Wick. <laughs> I mean, did. I meanwhile, really I as I as Blake the player, I'm going to say, if you can steal that hat, you should steal that hat. You should definitely steal that hat. That's a good hat. Is the hat also leather? I just everything else is leather. I mean, you sure. Don't know if the hat yeah. is also. I'm leather. just gonna I'm just gonna say yes because it has touched Mr. X. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Raph goes. Listen. All right. I understand. We're not gonna see the eye to eye. But it's rude to wear hats indoors. And I'm just going to 
throw one of my sides to do the John Wick thing again, where I cut his guns immediately. This is going to okay. try to be Raph's just whole fucking thing every time. I'm doing Dance With Who Brought Me. When you use your weapon in a way only you can, roll with mastery on a 10, choose two. On a 7 to 9, choose one. Impress, surprise, frighten. Accomplish something impossible with panache or cause irreparable damage to something. On a mix, on a miss, pick one, it goes terribly wrong. So 2d6 okay. plus... <laughs> I, know, I don't like... Your intonation. I need you to know that. Okay. <laughs> it depends. On, it depends on how the roll goes. Alright, I'm rolling with my locked link, which is heart. So that is a flat seven. Ball is life and life is short. Yeah. You got a one and a six. Do you want to try and re-roll that one? Because I mean you can you're only gonna bump like I guess there's a chance you get to a 10 plus, but can I hold this roll for a second and make a link with with uh Mr. X? And- I forgot. I was just gonna give you. I was just gonna give you a dark link. The the vibes are off. I here. would like to spend my my dark link with Mr. X. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure I'm sure that plays is very convenient. But I just forgot I was gonna give you a link. It's much like I gave you the link with John Wick. You know the vibes. I'm giving it to you. Uh huh. Uh huh. I think that's absolutely fair. Yeet. That is a three. So that goes. Too higher. That's a nine. That's not Still quite there. there you go. Okay. I have uh, okay. to. I have to accept this as my fate. Okay. Because I have a limited number of links. You get to pick one from your list. I. I think. I think I'm going to accomplish something impossible with panache, and I think I'm going to throw my sigh into the hat, and then like I have like a chain on the back of it and yank it back. Okay. Is that okay? I mean, I think you. 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 You had the roll. That's the move. What if you tell me mm-hmm. no? <laughs> I, you know what? You're right. Yeah. Bop, bop. And I go, yeehaw, buddy. Do, uh, a really important question. Yeah. Do you put the hat on? Absolutely. I, I okay. put the hat on and I tip it. <laughs> and I go, they always ask, yeehaw, but never hi, yee. That's not the joke. Fuck. It would kill me right now. <laughs> the red dissipates from the the red that you could kind of make out from under mr x's uh coat dissipates and now you see a mm-hmm. red scarf appear around you raf when you're wearing this mm-hmm. hat Ooh, can it just make my uh my red like ninja bandana long so it like goes down yeah so i think it's a yeah bandana i think around me? i think it's an extension of your your current bandana yes uh, that's that looks cool. That sounds cool. So I guess I should explain that this hat that I have sent you a picture of is Dr. Faust from Devil May Cry 5, uh, okay. which is essentially so. a hat that Dante wears to let him shoot money at people. Okay. <laughs> it's really good. The hat's a gun. Categorically, the hat is a gun. <laughs> the hat is a gun. The hat is a money yeah, gun. Yeah, it's a money gun, <sighs> which uh, in my mind... For interstitial, and I, I mentioned this in the chat. I, I want to give you a bunch of the team, a bunch of items. I don't expect things can be traded around. I don't expect everyone to like Raph. If you grab all the things from this place, I don't expect you to keep them all. That's what I'm saying. Oh, uh, then you expect Edgeworth keeps the data knife. <laughs> <laughs> Look, whatever you do as a group is is interesting to me. I'm a little loot goblin. <laughs> How I want to incorporate, because this is, all of your characters are pretty magic light, and I don't want to make tech magic, I think Dr. Faust is going to allow you to do some magic moves. So essentially what, in the game, you just shoot, like, red orbs or whatever. I'm not going to track some sort of currency or ammo for you guys this would be fucking boring so uh, i'm just gonna allow you to do cast magic to send these sort of edgeworth voice we don't have the budget for all these red orbs <laughs> <laughs> the red orb store in the mall got destroyed weeks ago i think when you use uh, a cast magic and you specifically intend to use dr faust uh you're gonna get a plus uh plus one with it 
All right, all right, all right. Fuck yeah. Uh, you you just you just moved, <laughs> and uh-huh. uh, yes. I, I I think I think you are now really put in a corner by Mister X up against the wall because he has my not back's against the railing in the main hall, going over that yeah. open area. <laughs> yeah, you you succeeded in that, but I I think we're gonna uh, cut away for you being pushed up against the wall with that hat for a little bit longer. Uh, because I haven't talked to Pidge. Yet this episode, Pidge, my buddy, Pidge. Hi, Pidge. Hi, I'm in a hallway. Uh, I kind of, ah, jeez. So, uh, yeah, last we last we saw Pidge, uh, the roof came down in front of in front of them. Uh, the ceiling did rather. So I I think where Pidge is at, because Pidge needs to get back out into the parking garage to their buddy Char. I think the situation is, I, I said this earlier, because like like you said, you were never gonna force us to do combat versus uh, evading. I think. Accidentally pulling down the ceiling was combat for Pidge, and now Pidge is just in the flight half of fight or flight and okay. is just ready to go. I I I think I I I don't think they even wait for response. I I think they just they just hop on whatever calm they and Char have and go, Char, I need you to to hang tight for as long as can you can. I'm gonna loop around. Uh I'm gonna loop around and see how quickly I can get to you. Don't get bitten by any dogs. I don't know. Don't get rabies. And I think so what Pidge is going to try and do is just start booking it down that south hallway for the listener where Pidge is. is basically a hallway that loops around to the entrance I came in through that I can't get to now. So I think Pidge is just booking it down that hallway. I think Char responds to that with a like hurried shout of like, watch the ceiling. Something just ran towards you. Um, I, I think Pidge has already bo- began the process of booking it by the <laughs> time they hear that. But it is duly noted. You book it through these hallways pretty easily there's like some rubble okay. but you kind of just like kick off of a wall to go over it really quickly it's not like completely blocking the hallway and you're nimble enough to get over it yeah um so i think you make it back to the door you're, you're at the door you're about to go through it but you do hear now the same hissing sound behind you okay from the liquor so and i think as the gm i'll just tell you if you open that door it's gonna notice you're there and hear you but you hear it before it's noticed you. Well, okay. So f- from where I am, just so we understand, it, if, I, if I'm already getting to the door, I'm already at the door back into the parking garage or a different door? The door to the parking garage, yes. But it will, it will hear you okay. and lunge at you if you go to open it right away. So that'll just be a push-through stress okay. roll. Or you can try and do something else to protect yourself as you make it through this door because you you do hear it you you know that something is behind you okay so and, and all the dogs are out in the parking garage barking at the cop cars correct yes and you i think i think you can still hear those rock in a hard place pitch i think actually I, I will go on to say that you're trying to get out of that door and into the hallway of the elevator control room without the dogs like jumping at you sure okay i'll say both of those i think pu- push through stress is getting you to where char is out of danger that 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 helps actually um i i don't want to i don't want to lean too heavily on this tool overall but right now it's kind of like because i was trying to think what what things i have to really enhance what i can do and it's kind of just the bayard i think pigeons well raf keeps taking everything yeah well well, raf's not even there to take things from me i'm just not even finding anything but you're right pidge will blame raf later I, 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 Pid, earlier Raph said, oh, I feel like Pidge is going to be mad at me. Pidge definitely got like, Pidge's ears got hot, like something, something. <laughs> they was, knew. Pidge sneezed. Pidge sensed something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Pidge sneezed right there and just sort that's of actually, knew. That's actually um, what woke up the liquor, was Pidge sneezing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. God damn it. Pidge will never admit that. I will, I will never admit that. 
I think what Pitch is going to try and do, I think what I'm going to try and do, the idea is kick the door open. You said there's a railing in front of the door into the elevator room. Shoot my Bayard at that so I can kind of just grapple myself over there. Okay. Um, Hookshot myself over there. I think Pidge, like, knows that structure is there, has no idea if it's sturdy enough, but just kind of knows it's there. So I think that is, that is the play. I'm going to ask you to please fail this roll. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Thank you. I'm going to ask you to succeed in this roll. I'm going to ask you to uh, add your mastery stat to it, though, when you roll. Okay, oh, look at that. that's eight plus one, nine. Fuck. Nine, all right. So seven to nine, you get to pick uh, one from this list. That includes no intended consequences. Please don't pick that one. No intended consequences sounds good. Well, I, I am going to look at the list. No, I, I, I think succeed at what you were attempting has to be what I go for here. Um, so I think, yeah, you, you bust open the door and mm-hmm. you launch yourself over the hallway and you slam the, uh, the new hallway door behind you now in the, in the elevator section. You are now safe behind that hallway. I think the unintended consequence is that the, the, the liquor doesn't go after you into the parking garage, but they're not leaving the building. Okay. I think, I, th- I think just, you know, they're scurrying somewhere off screen and I'm just going to quietly advance my clock over here a little mm-hmm. bit again. R- rather than, you know, I could have them hit the car again and that would be funny, but <laughs> it wouldn't change anything it's really. It's all the art. Yeah, all your art's going to be. Oh, my lit. art's got spit on oh, it. No. no. Yeah. So I think. Really, really. Oh. So Pidge, you, you have uh, caught up now with, with Char in the elevator control room. Pidge, you got here. Uh, Char, that was, there was just a lot of dogs, and then there was something with a brain. Did you see the thing with the brain? I did see. Oh my god, it had a whole brain. I did see the thing with the brain, and I'm not pleased about it. Are you okay? (laughs) I am also not (laughs) pleased about it. Are you okay? Let's go. Let's. Pidge just storms into the elevator. Is there anything, uh... Wait, Char, did you say you went to the elevator control room or no? Uh, no. There was, it was definitely a case of like okay cool i got away oh shit it's going to pidge <laughs> right, right 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 okay i i, I think um I, I think pidge just just wanders in there to to catch their breath and see what's in there mm-hmm. and char follows yeah I, I don't think i'm going to put any real puzzles or challenges behind getting the elevator okay. operating for you two if you just want to take that up it only goes to the second floor it's just this uh special thing just for the chief to go straight to his office and have a secret passage out of his door the dude's a fucking prick we'll talk about that later i'm sure Mm -hmm. but (laughs) do you remember if i used all of the the little my proximity mines i had made already are those already in place somewhere you you did put some on the generator you you put i think in my mind i i just wrote limited in my notes, mm-hmm. and I think last time you might have said you put them on the generator, but I'll just, you know, I think you still have some more. Okay. I think it's just a matter of, yeah, narrative, sort of, mm-hmm. whatever makes sense. So so we know the liquor's not out there, but the, the zombie dogs are, and the, I imagine the beeping is still going off. So I think, I, I think, I think Pidge walks back to where the door is, looks at Char, points at them, and goes, I, I need you to remind me these are there. We you, Look at me. We both need to remember these are here before we leave or it's going to go badly. And I think Pidge puts one of them on the door into the elevator room to make sure nothing can follow them and like surprise them when they come back down. Of course. Don't worry. That's not something I'm liable to forget anytime soon. Actually, you can actually tell Siri to remember something for you. I found this very handy. 
Claire's like, what are you talking about? And they're just like taking notes on it. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I dictate to myself sometimes. And and actually, actually, I think Claire's just like, oh, that's a great idea. And she's like, starts doing voice to text on all the things in the, in the. (laughs) What's the the Samsung one called? Uh, Paige goes, no, I I can't hear this. No, no, nothing about Siri. I'm a Bixby person through and through. (laughs) (laughs) Bixby till I die. They just use Cortana. We have a Windows phone. Yeah. No, Cortana's too well known. Rav is screaming, Cortana, alert! Cortana, alert! <laughs> Cortana, is there Bluetooth in my hat? Uh, I miss the Bonzi, think... buddy. <laughs> oh, I think we, we, we hit the button to get the elevator down yeah, here. Okay. Uh, let's, yeah, let's bounce. Let's get up. Yeah. Let's get I'm, just gonna, I'm just going to, uh, before, before I cut away to someone else, uh, I just think y'all are going to go ahead and take the elevator up there so i can pick up in the chief's office do y'all want to have a okay i think the elevator is going to take a minute if you want to strike up any kind con- i think i think we do the evangelion sure. thing where you both sit there in silence for a minute but then <laughs> <laughs> definitely definitely pidge pidge is catching their breath for a minute char's doing the same uh and sort of turns okay as pidge starts to talk i just uh, it's it's really funny you know i i'm not mad about it but i kind of thought you would have assumed I'd be like on a laptop in, in 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 the attic somewhere hacking into a security system. I I did not expect me to be here. I'm not gonna lie to you. This has definitely gone differently than I expected as well. I thought this would be easier. That might have been my mistake. Right? Things are supposed to be easy. I uh I, I've I've been through stuff. I've I've raided em- enemy empire alien vessels gotten my family out of space jail i've i've done a lot of stuff and so i look at a thing like oh here's a regular old police station and i think it's gonna be a regular old police station i i don't know why i think that char is there something wrong with me that i thought that no i these things surprise all of us it surprises me too and i've done not everything you've done but a lot of similar things I think it's just something we have to press on through. No other choice at this point. Well, let's keep pressing, I guess. Ding. Blake, do you think Char should re-roll for a, a new link with Pidge, or do you think that comes later? It's up to I you. I think that'd come later. Okay, sounds good. Then I think Great. in front of you, out of that uh, elevator, is just this hallway little section here is actually outside. You can hear the pitter-patter of rain, and you're going to walk through it as you make to the chief's office but i want to go to miles miles of edgeworth fame mm-hmm. um i think uh you've just been what What have you been doing while claire does the hard work for you oh he was doing it it's it's a it's a group effort oh, okay we're both doing it okay well then I, yeah i think you you do one side and uh you see there's some bags of cash things that were taken from like petty robberies i think there is a uh, conveniently one art theft piece that is in there how big I think it's a, it's a, I don't know, I have like real pieces of art referenced here that are in the game, and Lord knows what the size of those are for real. I, I think then instead of that, I'll say it's behind the bars with the, the weapon that you saw. Oh, okay, yeah. But I think back there, uh, maybe, I don't know how you didn't see it the first time, but Claire was able to identify it and realize that it's valuable, maybe. I'm, I, it's just funnier if I say the toilet of Venus. So I'm going to say the toilet of Venus. <laughs> the toilet. But I posted a picture over here. I think that's back there with the spark shot. Um, which I'll just name now the the weapon that's back there. And I think I think uh, you you've seen like some cash. Uh, Claire pointed out the art and was able to identify it for you. And Claire just kind of runs down like, yeah, there's uh you know there's not much in these lockers. There's ammo for the gun that I'm using. This would be helpful if we can pop it open. But it looks like that that 
weapon back there in the the second section, it looks like a sort of electric projectile. It, it, it basically looks like it shoots tasers at people. Is that good? I've never found them to be particularly fun. I, that's not exactly what I was asking. <laughs> <laughs> the electrocution goes on longer than you think, and then you, you're sitting there with saliva in your mouth. <laughs> like some sort of rabid dog. No, I don't recommend it. What the fuck? Isles, do you? Thank you, Edgeworth. Isles, we're gonna we're gonna talk later as, as as like friends, and I'm gonna help you through whatever you need help through. But right now, do you think it would help us with the problem outside the door, or? It's cert it certainly could. I would like at. Mm, would you know how to use it if we did? Uh, I mean, I imagine you pull the trigger i have a gun here unless you would you rather take my gun and i take the the item that's special from the location or it, it's one of those european guns and so it, the drive the pull trigger is actually on the other side Trigger's on the other side. <laughs> the bullets go the wrong way it's really confusing i can feel our minds racing for that joke on a fucking track at the same time <laughs> I just don't really do guns is my thing. They're a little, ah, you know? No, there are <laughs> zombies outside. <laughs> They're a little much for me is all I'm saying. A little gauche. Yeah, I don't I mean, I don't, I don't really love this one either. It's kind of a situation. Uh, yeah, I rise to it. It's probably better to take it than leave it though, right? You're the, you're the professional here. You're the one who works here starting today. <laughs> yeah, my problem is out of character. My problem is like... I also gotta get that painting. <laughs> what is our actual plan? Take as much shit as possible and then put it on the little zip line in the clock tower and take it directly to the okay, party wagon. Okay, that's what it is. Yeah, zip line in the clock tower. Okay. I just got logistical decisions. I only got so many hands, yeah. Joe. You've, you've added the, you've added the uh, wrinkle of you have a Claire Redfield next to you who is probably going to exactly. ask, why are you picking up that why painting? Why are you taking that painting? It's are yeah, why do you care about this? Unless Miles intends to bludgeon a zombie to death with the toilet of Venus. Which listen, if you do. Where am I going after like how do I get if I want to get to the clock tower from here? That that'll affect my like where do I need to go? Let's see. We need to go That staircase goes up, don't it? Yeah, the staircase right behind you do does go to the third floor. And you okay. are you'd have to you cut through the library and you can get to the clock tower. That's like basically where Raph is right now. For now. <laughs> mm -hmm. There is a lot of blood in that direction, though, unfortunately. It's true. But what is blood but just like a soft, wet carpet, right? Uh, mm, mm, I, mm, um, quite a few things, but I don't know about that one. Start. Edgeworth says, uh, as messy as it might be, uh, let's get this lock opened and maybe by the end of it I'll work up the courage to lift the thing. Okay. <laughs> Great. So... <laughs> <laughs> how do i get it i try to pick the lock i don't know well it's electronic so i'm gonna have you probably stab that oh. data knife into it again yeah which i don't think edward says look the other way no <laughs> <laughs> at this point i don't even think claire will question like oh you have a thing that opens the door so i don't think you yeah what he actually says is frankly i don't even know how this works isn't this neat <laughs> i'm fascinated by this new technology <laughs> Regular police issued data knife. <laughs> so let me find. Uh, I I think I pinned this move because I think I'm gonna I'm gonna once again call on professional risk. 
So if you want to roll with, I don't know, I guess since you're stealing something, I should probably make a dark. So if you want to roll your 2d6 with dark, and then we'll see what the, uh, the consequences are. I just want to say, I think Pidge definitely left instructions on the data knife, but left them in a readme file that's in the data knife, <laughs> thinking for some reason the Edgeworth would have any idea how to access that. <laughs> that's a rough roll, buddy. It is. Ooh. I'm going to spend my mastery link with Pidge and be like, come on, Sorry, Miles. Sorry, read that readme. Rem- re- remember what the small one with all of the gadgets told you. <laughs> Um, Pidge feels emboldened. He does not know why. All the gadgets told you. It's several cutaways to Pidge go like, did you know you can sort your Google by putting different dots after your email address? (laughs) So what do you hope in the private collection room? I hope it's full of hard drives. It's still not, no, it's still not enough. It's still a failure. Oh no. So that is a six. Well, that's the thing with this move, professional risk. So like, you know the data knife. It's a five. Oh, is it a five? (laughs) No. Oh, it's a yeah, minus, minus one. Minus one. Minus one. Oh. I didn't. I didn't see that. Okay. I mean, it's a, it's a fail. But you take the guy who was a, a, a prosecutor a week ago, and you're like, yes, this is the man who will pick the lock and steal the gun. I love the image of this because, like, it's gonna take a long time. So it's you sticking the knife in, and then you two standing there, like, it's yeah. like the knife does its thing. Like, that's the thing with like this move is I. You have a special hacking knife. It's going to work, but uh, here are some complications with it. So if you had a mixed success, you would have picked one from this list uh, because it's a complete miss. I'm going I am going to be the one who picks two from it. I think what I'm going to do is that uh, I'm going to just progress a clock over here on my side. Uh, The other thing I'm going to do is that the success greatly raises the stakes. So I'm not going to cut away to anyone else right now. I'm just going to say that it takes long enough that you pop it open. You have a straight shot to the the spark shot, taser gun, weapon, and the art. But as you do that, the door back to the hallway breaks open. The zombies have gotten in. There are two zombies, very slowly, wandering their way towards you. I think Claire says, ah, shit, and runs over and, like, stands in between you and the zombies are you gonna i i think i'm not gonna give you fucking oblivion encumbering stats so i think you can just like throw the art on your back and not really worry about it and like you can carry like eight fucking weapons in this game so realistically uh placed in the key items pocket (laughs) you know visualize it however you want to but i think i'm not gonna there's no issue with you grabbing both of these things right now i'm dressed up as a police officer i'm sure i've got a utility utila sash or some shit you seen the fucking shit they give those dudes a bandolier (laughs) sure Either yeah. way, so, it just goes into the evidence list. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think you grab that. You you pop open everything, and Claire helps you grab the Claire grabs the ammo that was there for for that. You grab some of the cash. I'll just so you get everything that was valuable from this room. Um, but as you are getting ready to like, as, as you're like turning heel to leave, two zombies do pop in. I I don't know if I said that the the, the thing I chose from the list is the success greatly raises the stakes. So that's it. You are you are now. Um, in in this tight little room with uh, two zombies, as as Riley just uh, performed for you. Did you say Claire was like stepped between me and the zombies? Because it's like, get out of my shot! <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? I think it's just their instinct. They're yeah, a I guess then what I what I do is I struggle to lift the big. I don't know what is it. Borderlands. Where is this thing from? <laughs> <laughs> the spark shot is actually from this game. Oh, okay. Huh. 
It's just a taser gun that that, that Claire gets. Borderlands. If it, it was a gun from Borderlands, it would like yell profanities at you every time <laughs> yeah. you have to reload. It would do a magic trick on stage. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Yeah. I actually, what I do is Edgeworth takes his takes out his handkerchief <laughs> and he and like doesn't touch the, he use he holds the gun with the handkerchief as opposed to actually having it. The metal is just cold on his skin. I, I think she's like, are you? Sh- I mean, I, I know it's your first day, but like you went through academy and stuff, right? <laughs> I forgot that I'm supposed to. Sometimes you forget. Um, <laughs> he says more of an office officer, frankly. Eh, that's fair. Uh, and then he fires. Okay. I think since it's the taser gun, I'm going to have you do strike to subdue. Not, yeah. not all of us were destined for greatness. Uh, Edgeworth. These are their stories. The the VR remix is back. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Seven. Okay, so seven. Oh, I need to take an... I have three XP, believe it or not, because there were two failures in the previous episodes and then another one from that. So I'm getting there to that level of... That's good. Believe you me. So, strike to subdue on a mixed success. Choose one, take something from them, force a change of location, or de-escalate situation that's gonna be one of those last two ain't it probably i could come up with something but <laughs> i think i want to do force a change of location because you said we the two of between yeah. the two of us we grabbed the stuff so that's what i want to do as i just want to get us out of here and i say um i'm not sure how much we can trust the the lower levels let's i know of a way out from the top let's go and he points her towards the once they get out he points her towards the stairs to the third floor or whatever okay i think you shoot the arc shot and it connects with the one in front and the electricity kind of like arcs to cut like hit three of them at once and they all just kind of collapse and you know clear the way for you both to run out beginners look i'm sure <laughs> and uh, as as you're running out i think she she helps like she pops one in the leg uh that's like coming down the stairs so you can run past that as well i also want to uh, i think all the zombies here are cops like I, I think and in the game there's a mixed bag but i think in my mind for interstitial every zombie here is in a police uniform horrifying i think you are making your way uh up up the stairs i will uh check in with you all on the on the third floor a little bit later i want to end this episode with raf but first so i'm just getting riley i want your brain to start spinning about what you're gonna do <laughs> Thanks. But <laughs> put down put down the idle game. Yeah. But first, I, I it's want a gotcha to game, thank you. I couldn't remember the word. <laughs> first I want to return to Char and Pidge. I think you you come in through this secret secret hallway into the police chief's office. And boy, you just know this guy fucking sucks. This <laughs> it's like it's really gaudy. It's covered in taxidermy. Oh boy. Like every spot of the wall has something mounted in it. The cabinets are covered with things. In this room, there's nothing particularly of value on the... Unless you fucking like taxidermy. Uh, there's there's nothing on any of the cabinets or anything. I think uh, most gaudy is the giant crocodile's head over on the, the top side of the room. But uh, if, you, if you go through this next hallway, there is a private collection room, which I believe is where Pidge was planning to go. And if uh, yes. outside in, into the next room is the art room, which is where I believe uh, Char was planning to go. I don't know if you still want to split up now, mm-hmm. uh, but you okay. are you are in this this chief's office. What, what's next for y'all? OK, I, th- I think Pidge's immediate comment is 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 just I. Oh, God, I, I think I I think I'd prefer the zombie dogs. At least at least they're acting like they're the, they're alive. These are worse. 
Mm-hmm. This reminds me of an admiral's office uh, from back from the war. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't really have anything to add to that, but I, I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I, my, mind, my mind went absolutely blank as to how to in any way respond to that. Yeah, I'm sure the grand old days sure were great. Yeah. Let's find some like, art. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude, I bet. I'm, I'm happy yeah. for you or sorry that happened. I'm not reading all that. <laughs> I, 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 I think Pidge says, I'm happy for you or sorry that happened. So so do you want to go to the art room? I, I've got to see what's in this private collection room. I'm thinking, I, at this point, I don't know what I'm thinking. I'm starting to think maybe that's where the animals he hasn't taxidermied yet are. If they are, maybe I can save one. It'll help us against the dogs that'll help us out Mm -hmm. i'm going to the private collection room what are you what's your plan that's up to you if you want i can come along with you on the off chance that that thing with the exposed brain comes back otherwise i can proceed on to the art room and we can meet back in the gaudy nightmare that is no 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 i i i hear you being brave i i i I do but listen i i think i can handle myself and pidge just starts walking towards the private collection all right then I'll see you back here. I, th- I think the idea of do you need someone to help you immediately respond makes Pidge respond with a I absolutely don't need anyone to help me. Mm-hmm. So y'all are splitting up again. Yep. Uh, so I want to I want to show both of you the, the the target rooms that you are in. So I think uh, Pidge, there's a, there's a hallway connecting the chief's office and the private collection room. I think as right as you open the door, there's a huge stand right in front of you that looks like something was there once. It's not there now. Oh, I don't like that. I think I think it I think it confuses you, but not too much. You you keep going down the hall and go into the private collection room, right. which still some taxidermy, smaller things up on the shelves, but primarily there's a lot of jars, plates, little pieces of art that I do not have identification for. Although I will say, uh, I, I learned this about the game, that this room has some Egyptian canoptic jars, which are used for mummification, which I think is very interesting as uh, for this game that it is. And I don't think you're going to try and steal those. But nope. I think you walk into this room, which it's really just these big bookcases filled with little arts, certainly not enough for you to try and take everything. There's actually one giant taxidermy dodo sitting in the corner. And the, okay. the the occasional little family picture or whatever mixed in because this guy's a sicko. Uh, as, as you turn, there's like a special corner of the office that is, uh, well, it's actually an office. It's not, it's like attached in this room. That's a, it has a little like electric lock gate on it that, you know, your pidge. It'd be easy for you to get through if you want to. It sure would. There are two pieces of art behind that room there's some files on the desk a little computer yeah i i I think pitch definitely looks around a little starry-eyed at the bookcases for a second being like "Ooh, i wonder if there's anything other than art there but yeah i I think i think getting in there i I, i'm sorry say one more time what is the like security measure on the door in it's just it's a a gate with yeah it's it's in a simple electronic lock gate um it's not Okay. Uh, if you if you want to just try and hack that it'll be a professional risk roll you know pitch is gonna try and take that thing apart all right then give me 2d6 plus plus mastery. That is going to be a six. Okay, so that uh, uh, that's a miss technically. Or unless unless okay, you do fine. you want to try and reroll that two? Well, mm, I'm going to spend my heart link with Char, and, and this 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 will be a, a thought I will come back to when we're next in the mall. I think despite having done a few missions together, this is probably the most time Pidge and Char have spent together. And maybe it's just causing Pidge to... I, I think the heart link Pidge had with Char was very preliminary and based on 
perceptions about Char from afar, and now they are getting to know Char up close a little more as they make their way through this place, and that is causing them to reconsider mm-hmm. some stuff. Okay. So give me that roll. So that is going to be re-rolling the two. Hey! Oh, hey. hey. Nice. Nicely done. Hey! That's going to be a nine total. Yeah, That's a nine. So you get to pick one from this list. I'm trying to think what, like, there's one on here that I have no idea what you would do for, and it's the player impedes progress of something or someone else. Mm. I have no idea how what I'm doing could impede the progress of anyone or anything I got a lot else. of ideas, buddy. You got a lot of teammates, Pidge. Mm-hmm. That, you know, that's true. That's true. I mean, that's the th- that's oh, the thing. Man. The progressing the clock and the spend a link. Those are like, those are the baby shit, right? I want I want to give you. <laughs> yeah, those, those are. Whatever. I want to give you safe outs, you know. But <laughs> realistically, <laughs> realistically, you're gonna pick someone sees you, or you're gonna have that someone else gets fucked over, yeah. right? I, I I think I choose someone else gets fucked over, and I just pray it's not Edgeworth. <laughs> yeah, he can handle himself. Well, here's the thing. I had I had an idea that. I was going to use if you picked C, succeed, but I realize it also counts as uh, impeding the progress of someone else because Pidge. Okay. Okay. I think you pop that door open. Easy peasy. You know, uh, the the move says that it takes you a little Uh bit, but realistically, I think it's not that big of a delay for you. Maybe you're like, oh, that should have been easier. Please. It takes, it takes some people a little. Yeah. Me. Moments. Maybe it takes like five seconds and you're like, that's still like, that's not my best. I can do better than that. I think I do, in fact, take a note for that. Yeah, yes. but I think I think you pop in, you tippity tamp on this little PC here. Maybe I think you're uploading a lot of the stuff you're finding straight to Tails, who has not spoken yet this episode because yeah. I've got enough to do. <sighs> but uh, I think you know they're they're still just digging. And like last time they were like, "Y'all heard of Umbrella?" I think they're still like going down that fucking <laughs> rabbit hole. I think you know you, you're uploading that stuff to your your server with Tails, picking up some papers that are laying around and. Uh, there's like there's some notes about like the orphanage nearby. Uh, there's some stuff that has the umbrella logo on it. You're not really spending time to look through it now. Um, I think there's two pieces of art in here that you're able to like sling on your back. I have their names written down. The still life with hunting trophies, uh, which of course fits this dude's whole vibe. Um, and there was another one I had called Titan's Goblet. God, drop. I have I had all these prepared in part because Riley asked about them, and they went to none of the rooms with art in it. I know. I really went to just like a different section, and that was uh yeah yeah that was kind so, of a missed opportunity. We, we, we've well, all been doing a little bit of role juggling mm-hmm. today. <laughs> well, don't don't worry about it too much because pitch me like a softball, Joe. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> You're, you're, you're about to see it because I think, uh, Pidge, you load up. You're like, oh, that was kind of easy. And uh, as you like, you t- you turn back around to face the room, and like a softball, like a beautiful softball boy, uh, Raph cool. has been Raph has been chucked. <laughs> yes. Raph Raph was chucked oh, down a floor. <laughs> Through oh, the hallway yes. and into the private collection room. Oh, oh, oh my god. Oh, oh my. Rev! Oh. That was so cool! Are you okay? More importantly, that was Stop so cool! Yelling! Oh my god! My shell! Over the intercom, Edgeworth says, Raphael, did you already detonate the explosive? I thought we talked about it. We don't need that until the exit. Oh yeah, I think I think that happens as you're like getting onto the second floor, Edgeworth. So I do think it feels like an earthquake for a second. Yeah. Oh, oh true. No. So in that case, that doesn't happen because in that case, Edgeworth is is like frozen there for a second, like in the stairwell. Like it takes him like there's an awkward beat there that like he can't even explain to Cliff. It's just like one of those awkward moments with like 
a someone you don't know well enough to give the explanation of oh I have PTSD you mm-hmm. know what I mean like he mm-hmm. doesn't know her well enough to have that explanation so it's just that awkward moment there of him in the stairs as as he thinks that there's an earthquake and then he is able to kind of shake himself out of it briefly and her her instinct is just sort of like I think you stumble a little bit and she like catches you she's like hey hey are you oh you okay and like she puts an arm around you to like steady you through it which I don't you know maybe that makes it worse but I think that's her instinct yes sorry what was that there's a large man and he is unfriendly <laughs> Pidge like looks through whatever hole you came through Large man Are you sure it wasn't a dog Or like a a brain guy Shine the light light. It's Okay 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 Pidge shines the light of their Bayard So it's a very green light And I think I think Pidge as you go up there and look You don't even see him He's already He's already making a beeline (laughs) for where you landed There's nothing there my guy Was that an explosion or that was my fucking shell. That was it r- was Raph. <laughs> Raph, I am gonna have you take one harm for that. Oh, I marked two, <laughs> so I appreciate just one. Oh yeah, no, one. Just, just one. P- Pidge, Pidge does help Raph. You, I think, I think he threw you on your back, which seems yeah. like you're probably your strongest point. Anyway. Yeah, my so- shell is definitely cracked a little bit. It'll be fine next episode, but <laughs> just to just yeah. to really showcase that. Pidge, I think you help steady Raph. And start making your okay, way big guy. back towards the chief office since you are, by all oh, accounts, done with this room. Wait, wait. If we are leaving the chief's office, did you said it was in here when Brav crashed through? Is that taxidermy dodo still intact? Yes. All right. I think, I think Pidge looks at the dodo, thinks about how much they dislike all these dead animals and goes, you, I'm, I'm, no, I'm saving you, and goes and picks up the dodo in their other arm. Okay. So, police leaving the private collection room with a wounded Raph over one arm and the dodo under the Ra- other. Raph is unfortunately gonna stop you at the door, put a sigh in the wall to, like, steady himself. <laughs> He's like, big guy, not there, coming for me. All right, big guy. No, 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 I'm not big guy, bigger guy. Oh, b- bigger guy. Bigger okay. guy. Um, I need this. Takes your Bayard. Gives you one sigh. <laughs> wait, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> takes the sigh off the wall. Go. It's like, go get him, sport. <laughs> and turns around <laughs> and runs back for the door to go jump get- out of it. Where no, are you I going? Think in my mind, he's going like around and down the stairs that are right outside okay. of the chief's office. Mm. So I think, yeah, I think you can run up there and, and confront him on the staircase. But before we do that scene, I do want to check in with Char and check in on our our fourth location, the art room, mm-hmm. which surprise filled with a lot of art. Hell yeah! So Char, I think you know I'm not gonna put any other difficulties on you getting into this art room. I think there's just a, you know, there's a bunch of pieces in here that I think you just start loading up on. Uh, I'm not going to post all these pictures in our chat, but uh, mm-hmm. I wrote down a uh, virgin and child with four angels, woman in a riding habit, morning on the mountain. I think you're, you're loading those up on your back and there's a, in, there's like a statue in here with a scepter mm-hmm. and there's like a, a red stone in that scepter. I think you, it's like, it's like broken off of it already mm. but the the scepter at like like the stone in the scepter itself looks kind of valuable so i think you can pocket that as well pretty easily and i think you know i'm not I'm, that's the thing i don't really want to put any extra challenges in the art room itself mm-hmm. i think great job you you got the art room you've been through a lot today goods acquired 
and, and part of that's because I, I put in my notes that every time you hit one of the treasure locations, I was going to advance a clock, and I'm just going to advance that clock and not give you any other challenges. Mm-hmm. So I think you're, you're, you know, you're making your way back to meet up with, with Pidge, and as you're walking down this hallway, you are surprised by who comes out of the chief's office because it is Raph. <laughs> so I think, I think you see Raph hobbling. Mm-hmm. Char, you got like a sword or a gun or something? Uh, I have a I have a gun, or what are you about to do? Here, here, here. <laughs> I hand you Pidge's Bayard and take your gun. <laughs> so do you do you want Char's gun over the Bayard? I think it's funny that Raph is like a mild concussion, and it's just like, I need I need a bigger gun. Oh, Pidge is a chump. coping mechanism oh. is like, when, whenever he doesn't feel safe, he's like, can I have more weapons? Char, Char yeah. do you let him do that? Are you fine with that? I think I am more stunned that it's happening than anything else and just sort of let it happen. And then there's a beat and then Char immediately follows Raph. I, I don't take, I, I don't give you the Bayard. I, I, I give you the fuck. I take your gun. I kicked off the ho- cowboy hat. I put it on you. Pat you hat. on the cheek. Yes. 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 Okay, good, 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 good. good. That yeah, so I think Char, now you have this magical red scarf around you, but no gun. Huh. Raph, you have a gun and the Bayard and, and a side like in side. your pocket. A single okay. side. I, I do want to point out at this point in time, the Bayard will not work for Raph. Uh-huh. It only it transforms into like a power manifested by who's wielding it. I Raph is not a paladin. I don't think it'll do anything for him. Here's here all right, so this staircase right here outside of the chief's office, I think there's mm-hmm. a window at the bottom like by the staircase that you can look out onto this roof area um, mm-hmm. on the second floor. I'm just gonna mention that now. Mm-hmm. You you hear those footsteps coming. And Mr. X is coming down that staircase. So, well, I'm going to stand at the bottom of the stairs. And when Mr. X comes around, I go, hey there, big boy. And I, then I throw the Bayard directly at his okay. forehead. Pidge, I, I think. All right. All right. So two things. One, I want Pidge. You're out in this hallway. You see this now. All, like three uh-huh. of you. Three of you now are in this yeah. pretty tight area. We, we are, as he's coming down the stairs. We're all in this now. Yes, yes. We're all in this. He's still, um, yeah, I'll, I'll say as the GM, he's still going after Raph, especially as he's antagonizing him. <laughs> all right, so I think he catches the Bayard, chucks it out the window. What's your next move? Oh. What's your mm. next move? <laughs> Just mm. good. And I throw it at his head. <laughs> okay. Shoot a gun no, either. Raph no, does. No. Actually, what's funnier is Raph looks at it, ejects the bullets, adds that- them back to charge, chucks the gun. Char's <laughs> <laughs> holding a magazine full of ammunition. Char- Raph goes, I might need oh this later. <laughs> oh I, I think, okay, so I think similarly, <laughs> Miss, Mr. Rex is just gonna, gonna knock that down. Can he grab it, throw it out our window, and then as he's doing that, <laughs> then Raph is running up the stairs with the last sigh. <laughs> so they're both out on the on on the roof now in the rain. Yeah. So you want you want to run up with the side. I would like you to give me not any move in the book. I would like you to roll with heart, please. I'm spending my link with Char because I please. think he's gonna be please. a little mad at me. 
<laughs> That's a two. That moves it to a six. Nope. I'm spending my link with Pidge because I think they're going to be a little mad at me. <laughs> Oh, that's a one. I'm spending my link with my size. Okay. Oh, I my... think it's going to be a little mad at me. Okay. That's a seven, baby. All right. Yeah, there it is. I, I, I wanted you to at least get a mixed success uh, for what I wanted to do. Your your relationships and your mind are like blanked right now because you're just like, this is a guy I can't beat. That sucks ass. <laughs> Why do they make guys like this? So you fucked over two of your friends in the process. Their, their shit's out on the window. I think, here's what happens. You're running up on this guy with just one sigh. Uh-huh. And your empty hand has that silver bracelet on it. What happens? That silver bracelet turns into a second sigh. Okay. And no. describe your, now that you, you, you didn't really do it on purpose, but you, your body recognizes it has a weapon in its hand. That uh-huh. is new to you. What uh, describe your attack now to me? So the sigh with one sigh held upside down. The normal sigh I have held upside down, facing the other way, uh, facing away from Raph. And this sigh that is magically formed comes up through the middle knuckle and around the thumb and forefinger and the pinky in like the traditional grip. And so the left hand is going to try to deflect Mister X's fist, which is no doubt coming at me. And then the other hand is just going to try to punch him directly in the chest with the pointy end. Okay. Mr. X is an unkillable demon yeah. from hell. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I'm not I'm not tracking harm for him, but I think you slow yeah. him down. Uh-huh. I think you like knock him back up onto the steps a little bit and you concussed Raph are going to fall back down the steps. <laughs> you look back at your hand and it's just a bracelet again. That's a thing that you have to think about next time because ding ding ding, my clock hit its top number, which means that window that you're all next to now breaks open. And you see a a familiar face pop in, and he says, Yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Fuck! (laughs) Fuck. Oh, shit. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Oh, my shit. That's great. Interstitial is hosted by the Orange Groves Podcast Network. Find other shows on the network or hear cut and bonus audio by supporting the network at theorangegroves.com. This podcast is also supported by the Gotta Memorize Patreon, and you can hear the rest of the full season ahead of the public feed at the $1 tier at patreon.com slash memorizecast. You can buy the game we're playing, Interstitial, at linksmithgames.com. You can tweet about the show with hashtag interstitialAP. Edgeworth is played by Wheels, who's on Twitter at SingularWheels. Raphael is played by Riley, the designer of the game, on Twitter at RevRyeBread. Pidge is played by Jay on Twitter at Extreme Salsaing. Char is played by Blake on Twitter at BlakeLock. This season is GM'd, edited, and the music is by me, Joe. On Twitter, it goes to Joe. See you next time.